Ladies and gentlemen, he's the samurai of student ministry, the networking ninja, a Jedi master of church budgets, the beast from the southeast, the next-gen nerd himself, CJ! so glad that you decided to join us to listen or watch the show, depending on where you're participating. Uh, glad that you joined in. As you listen or watch, if you like the content, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, leave us a comment, we'll share that on the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and a review. That helps others to find our show, and uh, I'll send a little, little gifty if you put a, um, a review in there, a little, uh, little swag bag, some stuff of our show. If you leave a review, that'd be great. Uh, and also, if you head over to nextgennerd.com, you can share any episode of the show to your socials. Uh, if you find a topic you like, you can share it right from there. All the episodes are there at nextgennerd.com. Well, today's interview is with the one, the only, Mosaic Fan Art, my boy, Todd Turner. Excited to have him on the show again. We're going to be talking about the comic series Birthright. Uh, it's a 10-run series, and um, uh, or 10 volume series uh it's actually 50 issues but uh, it was a great series really enjoyed the interview enjoyed talking about family uh, it's a big theme here in this series um and uh, it was a, it was a good time before i jump into the interview just want to share what i've been enjoying in nerddom uh first reading i started book three of the bob verse now i don't remember if i mentioned this on any other podcast but um i've obviously been listening to the books in the bob verse uh, it's about a run-of-the-mill uh, lawyer, and he dies, uh, but he had signed something that caused him to um, be able to be preserved digitally, and then he wakes up in the future, and he's now a computer program, uh, a sentient AI computer program, but a computer program nonetheless, and this follows him basically getting to the point where he has to save the human race. The human race is not doing well, uh, and his ability to be a computer and think like a computer um, allows him to save the human race and they explore space and there's all kinds of things that happen. Uh, it's a really fun series. I've enjoyed the series and so I've started listening to the third book. Uh, I should be finishing that up tomorrow um, as I'm kind of working on things around the house uh, for 4th of July. But, uh, but yeah, so it was. It's, it's been a fun read. Fun read. I've enjoyed listening to it. The narrator's really good. And uh, it's yeah, it's just it's just fun. It's a fun sci-fi um, with a with a with a good heart. So it's a it's a good series. It's the Bob Verse. Um, I can't remember the author now off the top of my head, but if you search Bob Verse, there's only one set of books that's there. Uh, his name is Bob, and so that's where that comes from. Um, I'm not sure what I'm gonna listen to next. Uh, Comics-wise, I've read a few, but nothing really that's that's grabbed my attention. Except maybe uh, Titans, uh, Dawn of DC's Titans number one. I did enjoy that. It could be because I've been watching the Titans series on HBO Max, so I already had an affinity for those characters. Um, yeah, I might pick up issue two to see if I like the series or if it was just nostalgia. I don't know, but uh, it was good. It was good, so um, I'll have to give it a, a good try. I did get a comment on an episode recently uh, by our Dungeon Master on uh, Hearth and Hammer, Seth. He was saying that he would be interested in the idea of a uh, book club, Next Gen Nerd Reading Club, and I, I would love to do that. I'd love to be able to discuss books. I mean, I obviously enjoy discussing things like this, 
But this is a great opportunity if you are wanting to participate, but maybe not be behind a camera, maybe not have to give um, uh, full in-depth thoughts to some of these questions, I thought we could do a, a book club. And so we're going to give that a shot. Uh, we're going to read the book over the next month, and then I'm going to have a Twitch stream on a Saturday afternoon evening where we can discuss the book. And then I'll take that content and put it as part of a podcast episode the following week. And so we'll try that out for August, and then we'll do another book in August, and so on and so forth. And so we're going to start with The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. This is the prequel to The Hunger Games. I'm sure they're trying to make Snow look a little more sympathetic. I listened to The Hunger Games series later last year and really enjoyed it. Went back and watched the movies. Um, very well written. So I'm excited to see kind of what happens here and so yeah, so we will read this book in July. You've got a whole month to read the book, and we'll discuss it on August 5th. That's a Saturday. We'll have more information kind of as we get closer as far as when the Twitch stream will happen, when the episode will come out. Um, but you're, you'll be able to, to sign on to Twitch, to leave comments, for us to be able to discuss and talk about this book. Um, and they've got a movie coming out. So if you're like, I'm not sure if I want to see the movie, you can read the book first. I know, Logan, you never, my brother doesn't like to read books. Uh, but it'll be good for you. You'll you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Um, I'm trying to remember how he described it. He said, oh, are books the things that they make movies out of for people who can't hear? And it's like, no, it's what they make uh, movies into for dumb people. That's what it is. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, so that's what I've been reading. And I look forward to talking to you guys about uh, Ballad of Songbird and Snakes here in, in a few weeks. Uh, watching Summer's in Full Swing. So I've had some big blocks of time where I could watch some TV shows and things like that and been enjoying that. Uh, I've been finishing some series in preparation for some episodes that are coming up. I mentioned earlier that I finished Titans on HBO Max. The last season was not my favorite. It could have been the villain. It was Brother Blood. I'm not familiar with Brother, with Brother Blood. Um, judging by his portrayal on the show, I'm not really interested in diving into any of his arcs. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. If I am, let me know. I'll, I'll check it out. But um, but I enjoy this. I, I enjoy a good team show. And actually, it's funny enough, in the comic that I mentioned earlier, Dawn of DC, Titans number one, they were highlighting the difference between um, Titans and Justice League. Justice League is a team. Titans is a family. That's kind of the dynamic they're playing. So I enjoy that. I enjoy that. Uh, there were some things added this last season that I didn't particularly care for, but uh, I still like a superhero show, and I will check out a superhero show if it is recommended, and this one was. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But like I said, the last season, not their greatest work, but again, it could have been a number of things. Uh, also, I finished two Gendy Tartofsky series. Now, Gendy Tartofsky did Dexter's Laboratory, one of my favorite cartoons of all time. Love that cartoon. Still watch that cartoon. And so uh, I checked out these two. And in doing so, I learned that there's another series. I didn't know that he did uh, Samurai Jack. I'll have to check that out now that I've watched these. But I'm doing episodes on these two series. So there are full episodes coming. But if you want to watch and get a little glimpse, here are the two that I watched uh, these last couple weeks. One is Unicorn Warriors Eternal, which sounds really dumb. I know it sounds really dumb. Um but it's it was really good. Uh, in fact, it hooked my kids, which is not common for a TV show to hook all three of them. But it hooked all of them, and they want to go back and watch it again from the beginning. Because they came in like three or four episodes in uh, and really enjoyed it. In fact, they were running around the house pretending they were characters from the show. But it follows uh, a group of heroes, um, three of which are kind of reborn throughout time to to deal with this evil. Uh, it's magic meets steampunk, if that you know you know strikes any chords with you. I really enjoyed it. Um, 
it was just it was just really just pretty storytelling. Uh, it was it was well designed. It was engaging. You wanted to know what happened next. Um, it was good. It was good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, ended on a good place where they're definitely going to be bringing a second season if they get funding, of course. And I would uh, really look forward to seeing that. So uh, check it out, Unicorn Warriors Eternal. Um, and then the other is uh, Primal. Primal. Uh, this is its second season. I had started watching the first season a while ago and had kind of left it alone. And then someone I know um, uh, recommended it, and I was like, oh, well, maybe I do need to kind of dig in and check this out. It's a. It's an. Int- it's interesting. So it's a caveman that meets a kind of a miniature Tyrannosaurus Rex or maybe a regular sized Tyrannosaurus Rex, and they become friends they become companions um uh friends companions makes it sound like there's more going on there they were just more like siblings is really what it looks like they're more like siblings and this cartoon though there's no dialogue i mean there's there's some like grunts and noises no dialogue so all the storytelling is this show storytelling which is really exciting really great um beautifully penned or uh, uh painted um Definitely very gory, so just be beware. I mean, imagine a dinosaur, uh, and it's it's just gory. Um, but there wasn't those dialogues. So they had to do a lot of emotive storytelling and filling in the gaps. And uh, first season was was great, kind of predictive. Like um, you're going to face this big monster. By the end, you're going to defeat the big monster. The end of the first season and the second season, you have no idea what's going on. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. There's not really a lot that's predictive there. But it was it was excellent. It really was excellent. So I finished that today. Um, uh, just a very heartfelt series. So Gandy Tartofsky's Unicorn Warriors Eternal and Primal are two things that uh, that I finished and enjoyed. Both of them, um, like I said, Primal's two seasons. Unicorn Warriors Eternal, it's their first season. Ten episodes in each one of those seasons. So and they're 30-minute episodes. So you could crank through those if you're looking for something short to watch. It is definitely worth picking up. Uh, finally playing, I mentioned last week about doing a one-shot with Carrie and my older two kids for Dungeons and & Dragons, and we did that uh, Sunday. We did that Sunday, and it was fun. It was a little, little short adventure, not complicated at all. Uh, besides Zeke not liking any of his roles, um, it was it was a good time. It was a good time. They took on, uh, they, they came across a wagon that was overturned, and um, there were a group of goblins that had moved inside and dug a, a fortress underneath this wagon, and they had to dispatch of the goblins, and they did a good job. They did a good job doing it. They all survived. It was touch and go with a couple of them, being first levels. But it was uh, it was a fun fun adventure. We'll do that again. We'll do that again. It was it was a good time. Uh, also, uh, I got sent an invite to participate in a closed beta of Division Heartland, and I've been playing that. So a closed beta, for those that don't know, uh, it's they're testing the software, and so they send it to a group of people to test it without it being open for everyone to see. And um, yeah, it's been fun. I don't know. I mean. I had to sign an NDA, but I'm fairly certain I can say that I was playing it. I don't know. I didn't read it carefully. Hopefully I don't get sued. Don't sue me. Um, but yeah, been enjoying it and uh, going to be um, probably digging into that a little more in the near future. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for the moment. Uh, if you have anything you want to share that you are reading, watching, playing, uh, hit me up at nextgennerdpodcast at gmail.com. So you can share what's going on. I'd love to to talk with you more about what you're enjoying because I would like to have uh, other things to enjoy as well. I think that's it. It's time to start the interview. Let's get nerdy.
Well, like I mentioned, I'm here with my buddy Todd Turner. Uh, I was talking with Todd before we started recording. I said, if I could have you on every episode, I would. Uh, but when we started reading the Birthright series, uh, he said, we're going to talk about this on the podcast, right? And so here we are Absolutely. talking about Birthright. So, uh, Todd, before we get into Birthright, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Yeah, doing all right. How about you? Uh, doing good, doing good. The middle of summer, which is nice. Uh, and no got career a, a, change. A career change, yes. And I passed my uh, certification test, which was like awesome. hanging over Fantastic. me. If you don't mm-hmm. get your temp certificate, you only get half pay. And I'm like, okay, oh. all right. Let me see if yeah, I still remember. Big money, big money, big yeah. money. No whammies. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So that's so that's done. So now I'm like relaxing and watching tv shows and reading comics and watching movies and it's you. so nice it's so nice um and so uh, i wanted to start with what are some things that you're into right now what are some new things that you've watched recently or, or read recently um, i am of course i am a comic book geek first and foremost um i'm gonna give you seven titles you should be collecting uh you can nightwing you should be collecting nightwing Listen. that's from dc do I should, should I start right now where we're at because i saw it as like episode it's like it's like issue seven i'm like do i start with issue seven or whatever. Uh, well, N- Nightwing starts at 105. 105. Like, they just start a new new arc, so start there. Okay. Um, click, click, boom. Okay. It's start, new number one, just out by image. Hop on Invincible Iron Man. It's getting good. The Sentinels from Days of Future Past are being injected with Stark Tech. Why did they never think of this before? So it's going to be a big crossover with X-Men. So Nice. I'm always going to say collect Fantastic Four. Yes, um, which uh, the uh, trade for the new run for the first issue comes out in a couple of weeks. I pre-ordered it weeks ago. And so once the trade comes out, awesome. I'll be able to, to start that. Um, ultimate Invasion is a Marvel book that brings back the ultimate universe, which is where Miles Morales originated from. And it's got the evil uh, Reed Richards in it. And it's going to be a huge deal this summer. OK. And then uh, a new book by Image called Void Rivals, which is by Robert Kirkman, who I saw that. We all know does The Walking Dead, Invincible on uh, on uh, Amazon Prime. But here's the deal. Uh, Image just got the rights to, uh, or the licensing rights to G.I. Joe and Transformers. I saw and, that. And a Transformer shows up in this comic book. And it's sort of, <laughs> but see, yeah, so comic books first and foremost. Um, but okay. I, I love now they've dropped the new seat, starting to drop the new season of Star Trek, Strange New Worlds. And if you are a, a Trek E Trek Er, whatever you want to call yourself, this is like prime old school Star Trek. It feels it feels like the old show with bright new colors and new bells and whistles. It's it's like it's fantastic. I love it. Well, so, now would be the time for me to check it out. I have uh twenty three days left, twenty four days left of Paramount Plus. I got a free month, okay. so I should just well dive issues in. or issues episodes one and two are out, and I believe that uh, they put um uh, season one on youtube for free oh so there you go, there you go. Okay. and uh, of course started watching secret invasion i don't know you know how some people are going to feel about that but that's just you know by being a marvel fan and uh, i have to watch secret invasion so <laughs> you know that's yeah that's what i'm doing also i'm uh, doing a lot with my wife's uh non-profit she okay. um, started a non-profit counseling center in 2014 all by herself and now they've got a new building and um, that um, we had to purchase and we've been working on that and there's always a need for mental health therapists. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. what, that's what I've been geeking out about. What about you? Uh, so I, I put um, several things oh. in uh, last yeah, week. Talk show. about all that. Yeah. yeah you talk about um, that at the beginning too, don't you? 
uh, I, I, well, a little bit, sometimes here and there. So uh, I guess if I was going to highlight one thing, I'll highlight one thing that I've been watching um, is Unicorn Warriors Eternal, which sounds like the weirdest possible name for a show you could possibly have. Uh, and so when I first saw it, I skipped over it. I was like, whatever, this looks not my thing. Got it. Uh, and they didn't have a trailer. Like usually if I can click a trailer of a cartoon, I'm sucked in. It's a cartoon. It's on HBO Max. Um, it's by uh, Gendy Tartakovsky, who did Dexter's Laboratory and Primal. Okay, um, gotcha. And so, but I was listening to um, How Did This Get Made? Uh, and Jason Manzuka says, this is probably my favorite cartoon I've seen in I don't know how long. And he's a big comic book guy as well. And so I'm like, let me check out the first episode. And so the first episode is uh, you have these three warriors in ancient times. Like it looks like ancient Egypt or whatever. And they're fighting this evil. Um, and then um, uh, Merlin and this like mechanical copper robot man come through this portal. And um, they're going to have to take these three warriors souls uh, and um, they're going to have to call them back throughout history to fight this evil because this evil will never go away. And so the first five minutes, it shows them going through history and like they would find like a Indian shaman and he would take on the soul of the monk and they would fight the evil and fight the evil, fight the evil. Uh, and so it, the show follows their newest iteration and something's gone wrong with each of them. Like when they call the souls back. Now are all these characters unicorns? No, 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 no. So the the unicorn is it's in the first minute or whatever. Um, uh, they're getting ready to embark on this quest, and a unicorn shows up, and Merlin says the magic realm has given us its blessing. Unicorn. They're three warriors, and their souls are eternal, so they keep coming back. Gotcha. Um, okay. uh, it's kind of a steampunk magic all fantasy, right. uh, uh, and it's so. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I tried to get my wife to watch it, and she says it's too weird. I can't watch it. It's too weird. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fair. That's fair. You watched a whole episode with me. I appreciate it. Uh, I watched, rewatched the first episode for the third time with my kids, and they were like, oh, we're kind of into it. But I wasn't going to wait for them. So I started watching it <laughs> just on my own. What's, that's true love. Uh, it really <laughs> is. Well, but yesterday, um, so we're in the middle of summer. Uh, my kids have a limited amount of time they can have on their personal individualized screens right. and then Screen it shuts time. off. And mm -hmm. so uh, my son uses his like he's already used his up for the day. It's 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 ten o'clock here. He's Snap. already used it up for the day. He got up early and it was nonstop. So he has no screen time. Well, I'm watching this cartoon yesterday in the evening before dinner, and all of a sudden I look over, and my son, who doesn't sit still to watch anything with me, is just laying on the couch. And we watched four episodes, and he's just like he's in and he's enjoying it and watching it. So I might have I might have found a watch buddy. I might have found a watch. There buddy. you go. So, yeah. uh, but I That's haven't awesome. I haven't wanted to talk about it. Um, in like what I'm watching or recommend because I haven't finished right. yet. And so you never know, right. like the second you, you recommend know. it and then you get to the episode, like there's, there's one episode where there's these um, uh, statue uh, Trojan warriors, um, but they're naked. And so you don't, all you see is they're, you see that they're naked, you see their butts. And then right. the elf like flies around with the sword and, and you think he's killing all of them, but he's just making them appropriate for a children's cartoon. Uh, and oh, then, nice. <laughs> yeah. Filling in the colors, yes, painting on uh, pants. Uh, and so it's, <laughs> it's it, important. It, yeah. So I want to, I want to finish it before I go ahead and go thumbs up. Uh, I did already have, I mentioned it on, um on Facebook, like, Hey, I'd like to do an episode on this. And I had, I had a buddy of mine who goes, I'm in anything. Gendy does. That I'm in. Crazy. I'm in. So. Nice. Uh, so that's what I'm, I'm watching that right now. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that. Like I said, I've got more time now, um, mm -hmm. at least for the next, month and a week you know next five right. weeks six weeks uh so it'll be interesting to see though what my schedule looks like once school starts uh, i've never taught mm -hmm. school before so it'll be it's a new well, adventure it's new a lot adventure. of work yeah <laughs> um 
it will be. It will be. I had somebody uh, in all these conversations with me leaving the church, and they're like, do you really think that being a teacher should be less stressful than being a pastor? And I said, you've obviously never been a pastor. Yes, I do. I do think it will oh, be less yeah. stressful. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. So birthright. So uh, yes. little little backstory here on birthright. I um, I don't remember uh, – where I was, where I picked it up. I think it, I think I was probably at a comic shop and it looked interesting. Oh no, I remember what it was. I ser- I was searching for um off the beaten path comics, and I was wanting to find things that were just different. And Birthright was at the top of like three lists. Uh, and so, all right, let me check this out. Um, the general plot, which you find out in the first couple pages of this book, is that uh, a family of four, mom and dad, two boys, are getting ready for the oldest birthday party. Dad and the younger son are um. Uh, playing catch uh, on the side of a highway, uh, just kind of killing some time. They're coming back from somewhere. I don't remember if it tells you where they're coming back from, but they're coming back for the party, taking a break, stretching their legs. Um, Dad throws the ball a little too far. Boy goes into the woods to get the ball. Boy never comes back. Dad can't find him. Mm -hmm. Cops can't find him. You know, a year passes. Their lives are decimated because this boy's gone missing. They're accusing the dad of killing the boy. Mom believes to them that, that the dad's killed the boy. Mom separates from the dad. All kinds of things are going wrong. A year to the day happens, and this is all in the first issue, the first couple pages first, of first, this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a uh, year to the day passes, and um, the boy, Mikey, returns, except uh, he's a grown man. Conan the Barbarian-looking man with tattoos and a whole bunch of weapons, uh, and he's here to save the world. And that's the setup. And that was, I think, like the, the, the pitch. And I'm like, okay, I would like to see where this goes. And so I got the first issue, read it. Uh, I was really just looking for something to talk on Love Thy Nerds Discord about. So I was like, comics, I can do that. And I think this was <laughs> like my my like initial wading into comics yes, on into the, the Discord. Yeah, and I, I was agree. like, hey, I'm reading this book called Birthright. Has anyone read this? And uh, you were a little skeptical, Todd, when I when Absolutely. I mentioned it. Uh, so yes. I mentioned it to you. <laughs> like I'm reading. I think it's really cool. I think I'm gonna read the next one. And uh, why don't you take it away, man? Uh, what and happened then, next? Um, and then I downloaded all ten volumes and like <laughs> I used up every one of my hoopla. Uh, uh, I'm only allowed like eleven a month, and um, so I downloaded every one of them and and I I started it and uh, finished it before you even you did. did. You did. You did. Um, so the cool thing is that this is written by Joshua Williamson, who is like the big dog at DC Comics right now. Like he did uh, Dark Crisis and he's doing the Night Terrors. It's coming out here. Um, so this new Dawn of DC that they're bringing out in DC, he's like the he is the master weaver of the stories. So that got me when I saw that. Um, I didn't wasn't familiar with the artist. Um, but when I jumped in, I was like, yeah, this, the art is gorgeous. Mm. And, um, I said, well, I, I'll give anything a try now. I might, and since it, I didn't have to pay anything to look at it, I thought, yeah, I think I could, uh, I think I could do this. And then after the first volume, which is five issues, there are 10 volumes, five issues a piece. So it's 50 books. It tells a complete story. Um, I was like, then I, th- the bad part is after I finished it, I started checking ebay for how much would it cost to get all 50 issues here's so the, here's the, let me get it out of the glare a little spread there there we go yeah it's, i mean beautiful 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 beautiful, beautiful art <clears throat> um so yeah so 
I really enjoyed the series. And so uh, this happens to me sometimes where I jump into something and um, I strike gold and I don't realize that I've struck gold. And I think, oh, all comics must be like this. Uh, but this one, you go, this is, this is, and I knew it was different. The fact that you wasted, not wasted, you spent 10 of your 11 hoopla credits for the month on this. Um, I was like, I, well, the, and it really is good. Like every time you get done with an issue, you're like, I need to pick up the next one. Like it, it exactly. really does. It's some great hooks, mm -hmm. some really good storytelling. Um, for me, I've not read nearly as many comics as you uh, starting to read more and, and see themes and things like that. But what makes this series different to you uh, or what stood out to you in particular that made this so engaging? Uh, the Birthright well, series. You, you can definitely tell that this was planned out. I, it, I mean, he had, he had 50 issues in mind. I mean, it is like we said, there are 10 volumes, uh, five issues each and each volume sort of has a, has a stopping point. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, you know, you could pick up volume one and it tells a story within the story. However, after you're done, you're like, oh, I got to get volume two. Um, <laughs> so, you know, um, so I thought that was, it was a perfect setup like that. I mean, because a lot of comic books, you know, like um, the the big two right now, they'll, they'll like put out a mini series to sort of just as feelers mm. to see, you know, maybe if if readership picks up, then, you know, we might get an extra couple issues or if not, then the next thing you know, the book is done and it's never right. finished. Right. Um, which is terrible. Ask Hector about his red book, red hood book that they never mm. finished. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, and it's it's, um, you know, it's a fantasy mystery, basically, with mm -hmm. twists and turns. Um, it does have a good ending, which I like. Yes. Um, uh, I, I hate reading something that ha doesn't have a good ending. Yeah. Um, I'm very picky on books that deal with families mm -hmm. and, um, we could talk about this in a minute, but, um, so I thought they did an okay job with that. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, and I'd even messaged you. I'm like, I think that this other person, I think this, <laughs> I think his brother is the chosen and yeah, not him. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I think this is going to happen. I think this is going to happen. I was completely caught yeah, off guard yeah. with how the book ends. Are we allowed to spoil this? I, I let, I'll, I'll say this. Let's, um, let's go up until like, I okay, mean, fine. let's That's be fine. general. Let's be general. It's All right. Right. If you want to read it, it's a great story. We we already told you it's a good ending, and that's a good thing mm -hmm. because I was coming up close to the end of the last issue, and I was about to throw this book through the dang wall because of the yeah, way that, that it's. I'm going. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, where are we? Where what's happening? What's ha and then it, yeah. it, it it was a bow, and so I was good. Um, yeah. So no, I, I yeah, it's I, I like I said, I think that the twists and turns. I think there was plenty that you go didn't see that coming, uh, didn't right. anticipate that, um, and. Uh, it's definitely worth the read. If you're if you're yeah. looking for a comic book, if you're looking for a comic book to start with, it's a nice contained. That's, that's what, what's 50 helpful issues. for for me trying to sell anything to carry. You know, if mm -hmm. we're gonna watch a TV show, if I go, it's a limited series. She goes, I'm in. It's how many? Eight. We're done. Got it. I can. I can. I can do that. Um, Station Eleven. I keep pushing that. <laughs> so pushing uh, it. listen, it's on my list, man. It's on my list. Okay. It really is. Um, uh, so this book does have some gore in it. Yes, but it's yes. not. It's not like horror gore. Does that make sense? Well, I, mean, I will say this. In the first book, it wasn't nearly as much. And then in the second book, the main villain is this character called God King Lore. Uh, and he's a uh, he's not a god, but he's taken that title. So for any of our, our Christian audience, you know, he's he's taken that title. It's not like right. that's who he is. He's he's a man. He's a man. Um, and so the in the second book, it shows a picture of him and it's like a maggot eaten jaw. And I was like, Yeah, like 
not for my kids. Got it. I no, was sure. Exactly. I thought maybe this might be. No, it's not, not for, for my kids. kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, you know, and some things too. Like as I'm reading, I'm just reading to enjoy. So I missed it. I gave the the first um, volume to my buddy, and he's like, "There's a little more language than I thought there was going to be, but it wasn't bad." In the first, right. like, oh, didn't even see it. Um, I said, "I remember." I didn't even notice it either. <laughs> I remember uh, there's a there's a scene later on in the series where there's like this giant F word on the page. And uh, so I let him know, like, if you do continue reading, there is this now. Right. In that instance, I feel like it's extremely justified. <laughs> I feel like right. it's justified you. there, you know. Right. Uh, but but, you know, as far as um, adult content, there is little sprigs and this whatever. Right. And there's a lot more. I, and a lot is a bad word to use. There's more in the later issues than there is in the. Well, there's a battle, ones. right? There's a battle. Uh, I'm also thinking too. Um, uh, but you get to see how evil this guy is. Yes, that has yes. a lot to do with it as well. And but and two, when when you're looking at it, none of it feels pushed. None of it Correct. feels for. None of it feels like it's for. Um, like I'm thinking like a, a if you start it's a pretty. It's, it's I hate so to pretty. admit it. But the content that they put in there, it's not like in a typical you know HBO Max series where they want to front load adult content right. so you'll keep coming back for more. Um, right. It's it's. It has a purpose in the story and is done for a reason. I agree. Not for kids. Not for Which kids. is different from other comics, too. It's, yes. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And and one of the reasons why I think I really enjoyed it, uh, it's our next question there, was there were, there were these deep familial themes, these strong relationships, these bonds that were between characters. Um, there were things that characters would say to other characters that felt so raw and real that that drew me in. Um, so right. – um, uh, Again, trying to be in, in generalities, um, Mikey, the main character, ends up abandoning his friends and family in Terranos, which I don't think we even say the name of Terranos. Maybe we did. Is, which I'm glad is this, you said it because which, I don't know yeah, how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, is, is this other world, is this other world that he goes to. So right. when he leaves mm -hmm. at the beginning of the of the book, he gets taken to this other world where he's supposed to save he Terranos. Is trained. Yes. He grows save, up and is trained. Yes. Um, by his uh, surrogate father, Rook, which is like this big ogre orc guy. Um, mm -hmm. and he meets other people. He meets other people. He meets, uh, he falls in love. He ends up getting married. Like all these things happen because time works differently in Terranos. It, it moves a lot faster. And so one year was over 20 years there. Right. And so he's mm -hmm. built this whole life. And then he comes back to earth and abandons all his friends and family that are there, uh, to come back to earth. And, uh, his wife comes back and tells him whatever the reason was, I would have followed you. Whatever right. the reason was, and and I'm she like, is like nine months pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm like crying reading this. Like she's like whatever it was, whatever it was. I'm following you. I'm trusting you. I don't care what the reason was. I'm mm -hmm. following you. And so there are these moments where there are these relationships that are there's pain and there's struggle, and it made it feel real. Um, yeah. Mikey's got an older brother, Brennan, who feels, uh, you know, left, uh, left out, uh, looked over because his brother disappeared, and so he was ignored. His brother comes back, and he hates his brother and loves his brother at the same time, and is struggling with that. You know that right. that all this pain and torment is all your fault, and yet you're my little brother, and so I love you too. And so there's all these things, and and the relationship between mom and dad is strained, and they have to figure out how are they going to work together uh, for the good of their kids, and. It's just it's all it's all kinds of, of of wonderful things that are that are happening. Um. Uh. So Mikey and Brennan's grandfather comes in the picture eventually, and he abandoned his son. And so you've got it. It is just it. it like again, I mentioned this. I mentioned this last episode. <laughs> like the fantasy element is just the setting. 
And the Correct. reason why I love the story is because these relationships feel real. Like they right. feel real and, mm-hmm. and actual. And I go, I understand because I felt this way and I felt this way and I understand this. This is so, a Thanksgiving family reunion yeah. <laughs> taking place during, I mean, basically. Yes. I mean, in the middle of a war ground. Yes. Right. In the middle of a, a war between two realms. So I, um, I think I think that's why I love the those familial themes because I I, yeah. I understand and I feel it. I I am um, so I'll get a little bit serious here, but the, as a dad, um, losing your son, um, he I mean literally, right there under under his eyes, he disappeared and can't find him. I can't imagine. I we lost. We were in Disney with three small children. Um, four adults, three kids. And it was like during the, the Those are good odds, Disney, man. Those are good odds. Disney's Hall- Halloween, whatever. We're all dressed up. And um, my son is probably four at the time. And where the adults are, we're, you know, we got, where's Nathan? I don't have, do you have Nathan? Four adults, three children, we lose one. Mm-hmm. And that five to 10 minutes felt like 20 years. And yeah. every little boy in that daggone park was dressed like, flipping peter pan so it was like you turn a kid around like you see in the movies you're like you're not my son and, you turn around, you know? and, and the, the evil queen of the hearts is looking at you like and i'm like i gotta find you know just that yeah um, that puts that like that just puts terror in my heart mm. but now they're all grown up you know mm. I, you know I, I my children are now 28 to 22 but sometimes they're still lost mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. and as a dad you want to swoop in and find them and save them. And um, like, uh, you know, Aaron, the Mikey's dad in this book, but you're just helpless. I mean, you're helpless to do it. You, they have to walk through it themselves or, or they don't want your help right. or, you know, you, you know, you just have to step back and let them do it on their own. And that's a struggle for me personally, sometimes, yeah. Cause I'm like, I've been down this road. I could help, but, um, you know, and I think that's what it got to me about, about this so much was that, um, we had, we have a very strong family. So my dad and my grandfather, you know, we're all huggers. Uh, they've all passed, but, you know, seeing the dynamics between Aaron's dad mm. who abandoned him, mm. which I'm sure then makes Aaron want to overcompensate for that. Right. And, um, the inability to do so. And Brennan, like you said, the, the older brother who is basically just pushed aside maybe, but Brennan in the midst of that seems very caring and understanding and loving. Um, he's got a good heart. The, the older brother who's really now the younger brother after he comes back. But, um, so yeah, the, it, it's all about family. Mm -hmm. Um, about, you know, finding your own purpose, yeah. doing, you know, um, that you're like the people who come before us, the sins of the father, basically, right. How they follow us and how we have a chance to break that cycle. I mean, we could talk about this biblically for like all day long, but <laughs> there's, um, yeah. I mean, I think that's part of it. Like you said, it's just, there's a lot of gut wrenching stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of the action and stuff is over the top, yeah. but I think that just takes a back seat to the the I don't know the connections that are made in this book. Yeah, there there are a few scenes that I remember that are action driven, but the vast majority of the ones I remember are the the ones that were that were the relationships that really were those those relationships. And you know, 
you know, my parents divorced when I was five, six. I can't remember exactly when it was. And, you know, we ended up going to therapy for a while, which some probably thought was overkill, but it was extremely no, beneficial to us overkill. because we learned how to express our feelings and our thoughts and how to share those things. And the number of conversations I've had with my kids where I'm going, this is how dad feels. You know, I, we're in the middle of this transition of leaving mm-hmm. our church that we've been at for 18 years. Uh, our kids have grown up in this church. They've never known any other church. So it's a difficult thing. And the gift of being able to have those difficult conversations of dad's trying to be a good dad. And to do that, we need to go through this difficult time so that dad can be a good dad. Um, being able to have that conversation, which you see some in here, but you know, if, you know, if, uh, if Aaron was able to communicate like, I've had to be equipped to communicate. I wonder what would have changed in their relationship. You know, what what would look different? And Mm -hmm. two, some of it you can't, you can't avoid. Like, you know, I don't think that, that Brennan was necessarily left out, but the amount of attention that was had to put on Mikey and finding Mikey definitely made him feel smaller. It's like, you know, if a kid's born with a, uh, uh, with a, with a defect, you know, like a a heart failure, whatever else they're like the energy that's put on this child is not, necessarily to the neglect of you but like they need it right now like this is right. where our attention needs to be and two what's really crazy is this is one year like it's one yeah. year and all this stuff happens in, in trauma this one year and so um and even still you know uh it's 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 typical it's standard for brennan to go yeah it was a year but every single instance i'm going to bring back up from other years you know that you always right. you know it, it's it be, it becomes right. this bigger issue yeah because yeah because to brennan like you know, 18 months ago, you did this. Yes. And to Mikey, it's like, listen, that was 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. really sorry that you're still hung up on that. I moved on decades ago. Yeah. yeah but I will buy you that little action figure. That's right. Way. That's right. So I love this. I love this book series. I really did. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so I've got two questions, though, that we always like to do. Uh, right. What would you change if you could change something? Uh, or something you didn't like about the series, maybe that you thought maybe we should have adjusted this, and then eventually after that we're going to go to where would you like to see a sequel spinoff series go? Um, oh, so I'm what did you? Was there anything? You, it would, yeah, what's uh all all the universe, all the birthright universe? Um, so was there anything that you go? I really didn't like this. Or I didn't care for this. Yes. Or I thought this was okay. Tell 100%. me about it. Percent. I do not like anything that comes between a family at all. Mm. Like it's it's a it's a struggle for me. Like. I, I, I heard like on, I listened to the podcast with you and Maddie Wambier about how you just finished the Dungeon and Dragon movie. I started that. And then when he got out of jail and he goes back to oh, visit yeah. and that yeah. guy has got his daughter turned against yeah. him, I turned it off. Oh, I, I get it, man. I get it. I get I'm it. I'm like, my daughter's like, you need to go. It's got, you need to finish it. It's got a good payoff. And I'm like, uh, I'm, I may, may go back to it, but the whole entire thing about his wife ditching him in a year. I don't like that at all. I get it because it adds to the, it adds to what comes along further in the book, in the story about the relationship with the FBI agent and how that all turns out. But I don't believe, I mean, they, they were probably married for, let's just say 13 years. That's right, a guess. Right, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, and I remember being married for 13 years. It was at that 13 year mark or whatever. It was hard because yeah. you got little ones and stuff. And then to add another stress into it, but I can't for the life of me see one instance where my wife would think I would have killed my child. Mm. So yeah. that bothered me. Yeah. And I almost put the book away yeah. because of that. Um, I, again, I don't know what you could do differently. Um, what I wonder too, I had this conversation uh, with somebody recently, we were talking about a, a couple that, that we knew 
tangentially, just a little bit, you know, gotcha. mm-hmm. husband seems like a great guy. Wife seems like a basket case. Uh, and I said, but we <laughs> only know them from, you know, these right. short periods. He may be a terror at home. Like he may exactly. be, you know, and so looking at, um, uh, looking at this relationship over a year, I mean, who knows how, how our Aaron really was. I mean, he may have been a nightmare right. up until that point. It may have been a terrible relationship until that point, And this is a breaking right. point. I don't know. So, so, I mean, you know, it would be interesting to see what it actually looked like. And two, you know, they mentioned this possible relationship with this FBI agent, but again, that's just coming from yeah. Aaron. It may be nothing. She may be like, I don't right. know what you're even talking about. Like, you know, exactly. And, uh, and again, it talks about him, you know, delving into alcohol and things like that. Right. Was that who he was before? And, and pizza. Then, and it, had so, a lot of pizza boxes on the floor. And a lot of pizza boxes, <laughs> beer and pizza. So, you know, it, it, I, I totally right. understand. It's a year. Who knows what the actual extent of the damage of the relationship was? Uh, who right. knows what before the actual then. starting condition was? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and again, who knows? You know, him taking, uh, uh, you know, Aaron taking Mikey and going playing catch. Who knows if that was who he typically was or if that wasn't who he was? You know, right. If right. it was like this You're is true. the one time this is the one time you took your kid to go do something for once and it, Yeah, but I mean it makes it feel like to me it at does. the beginning it made it, it, it make feel like they're all American family. It does. It does. It does. And and maybe that was poor storytelling, or maybe that was on purpose. You know, maybe yeah, that's right. maybe that's one of the spin-offs is what is is the year between, you know, and, and just I, yeah. fleshing more oh, of that out. Uh yeah. that would be that'd be a hard one. That'd be a hard series. But but who knows? I mean, but no, I, I get it. I get it. Um you know, being involved in church as a pastor with messy people and messy lives, a lot can happen in a year. Oh yeah. You don't know what the other person's going through. I mean, we had a family that uh, fell apart in a matter of weeks and uh, like they had had three kids had lost one. They had, the the wow. child had died, child had died mm. and had adopted another one. And, mm. and the wife's like, I never loved you. I never loved you. And then she was gone. In a matter of weeks, wow. we're like, what the heck is happening here? And there was more going on behind the scenes. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like it, they, exactly. they looked they looked like everything was put together, but there was a lot that was going on behind the scenes. And so, but I understand that. Dude, I, I had I, a panic attack in Kroger this morning. So, you know, <laughs> so here I am. Okay. Trying to figure out which mustard to get? Because there's a lot no, of different kinds of mustard. No, the own self-flipping checkout. <laughs> but anyway, that's another story. Yeah, we could talk uh, about this forever. Listen, listen. Yeah. Uh, I like the self checkout because the I, otherwise I get to the lady who's like, I'm gonna start rocking in this chair back and forth if you don't stop talking about this. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I ain't poking no bears. I ain't poking no bears. Uh, um. So uh. So yeah. So I can understand that. I can understand that. Um. Uh. Yeah. What about you? What would you change? Would you do anything different? You know. I so. The only thing that I'm thinking of is I got to volume seven, eight, and nine, and there were characters okay. that I had never even heard of just, that are now they just threw in there that are now like key characters. The werewolf had, guy. Yeah, exactly. The werewolf guy. What's his name? What's his name? I don't, I don't know either. Know. I don't know either. I have no idea. I tried finding it. Couldn't find it. Add to our list of people to a cast. But um, that I was like, I don't. I don't get this. But wasn't he? He was the bad guy that got his arm blown or he got blown off, arm blown off when they were on the train who ends up becoming a good guy. I think that's yeah. the same dude. So uh, I think they burned through the mages too yeah. quickly and then add, had to add in some more filler characters at the end. That I would have, sense. I would have been, I, I think I would have enjoyed to see mm-hmm. more of that. Um, and two, I felt like the, the way they fixed all the problems was like that. Got it. Figure it out. It took pretty quick. 
took five mages a long time and a lot of combined effort to figure out a way to do this the first time, but this character could figure it out <laughs> in the matter of seven pages. Um, well, I guess we're getting close to the spoiler thing, right? I, so, I know. I'm, we're bumping up against it. We're, bu- <laughs> uh, we're bumping up against it. Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, I won't say anything. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. So, spoiler alert, if you are wanting to read this series, fast forward a few minutes. What you got? I want to hear it. Well, I mean, the whole entire thing that Mikey had planned to, you know, I have to bring this fight to Earth because I have to bring him to Earth in order to defeat him. You know, that was that was the plan. I didn't know that. I didn't think about that, you know, yeah. because he discovered, you know, that that's where he's the weakest. So I can't beat him at, I can't be the chosen one of Tyr- Tyrannos or whatever on Tyrannos because he's too powerful. Yeah. However, if I let him sneak in and just cordon off a part of my mind where the nevermind is and where I am, then I can get him to earth and we can defeat him on earth. So, I mean, so yeah, you have to get rid of the mages and then, and then it's done because yeah. now I can bring him to earth and we can have the battle. But yeah, anyway. but you didn't need to kill all of them, obviously, because not all yeah. of them were killed. So it's right. like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Um, all right, so that's what I would change. Uh, where would you like to see a spinoff sequel series go? Uh, it just starts right there, right at the end. They have to go. They There's evil back in Ter- Terranos that came from Earth, and they have to go there to help save Brennan, who's now about 100 years old, who has now set himself up as the god king because Mm. some evil from Callista has snuck into him when he went back to keep watch over it and so they have to go back and redeem brennan the whole entire family Mm. they can transverse it because she's got another baby in her belly they take them all there she gets metal wings she can fly i mean (laughs) you know uh, that's what i want to i'd love to see that yeah um (laughs) uh yeah so i um so one of the the mages, uh, Samael. I want more Samael. I want. Oh, I want more. I want more. I can have his own. Yes. Yes. I want because uh, Samael. So of the five mages, one of them was a human from Earth that went to Terranos and then came back. That's Samael. And it's Mikey's grandpa. Yes. Uh, and so I want. I want to see. I want to see him. I want to see him uh, going all over Earth, finding the relics and building. You know, and 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 pulling those. I want to see those things. Uh, I would also love to see. Um, more of Earth trying to deal with the evils of Terranos that have that have stayed. You know, the portal closed, <laughs> but maybe some of them are still there and they're having to go in, like the cleaning up the hunt. I would like to see more of those things. Yes. And like yes, a, a part two uh, where, yeah, where they go back to Terranos to see what's happened. Uh, I'm in. Um, uh, I would love to see the... Uh, I know that it's it's trite. It's a, it's a trope. It's been overdone, but the... Let's give the villain a heart, kind of thing, and see the rise of God King Lord. Yep, yep. Uh, because I mean, they they hint a little bit out of that he was a tortured kid who then does yes, this, you know, there's this Horrible. trauma, and so go figure. You give a kid a you feed him a healthy diet of trauma, and he turns into a crazy guy. Uh, so uh, we want to see more of that, more of that, uh, not mm-hmm. more drama. Wow, that sounded really bad. No, I would love to have no. the um, you know, the Maleficent version of the story yeah. the wicked yeah. story why of... does darth vader become darth vader yes yes so those are the things that i would like to see uh some spinoffs there um even rook i would love to see more of rook uh his 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 surrogate father um more tales of them as kids all those things mm-hmm. like I, I i listen if if there was a a subsequent series 
I'm checking it out. Listen, I doubt legacy. I doubt it's going to happen. Oh, it won't. It won't. It, I mean, listen, he's got his money. Let's move on to the next idea. Well, and uh, they are. This creative team has another book out currently. Yeah. Um. So Joshua Williamson and that Andre Bres- Brayson, I think they have a yep. book called. I think it's like issue seven now called Dark Ride, which is horror and creepy and i read the first trade and thought this is not for me um it's about and it's a family book again yeah about a dad who who creates like this horror theme park and his kids are it's just really bad Hmm. so stay away from it first of all but so yeah yeah. i am uh yeah no another one that i picked up that i don't think is for me that i'm struggling through right now is uh ninja cowboy viking or whatever it is cowboy ninja viking never heard of it uh Guy's got three personalities. One's a cowboy, one's a ninja, one's a Viking, and each one comes out at different times to help him do missions. Yeah. Uh, so it's Moon Knight, basically. Basically, basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay. So, uh, all right, my favorite part of the show, where we go ahead and put real faces to these names. Uh, I'm going to um, I'm gonna let you either choose to go first or second, and we'll just kind of go through these characters. Well, let's go, let me go second, because... I really don't have much on this is the hardest part of me being an old fart that doesn't watch new TV. Yeah, no, I'm here. I'm um, with you. The number of my characters. So the issue I had was matching the ages. Like I was like, yes. this guy's perfect for Mikey, but now that means dad is, you know, and, and so that was, that was hard. So yeah. we're going to pretend like this takes place when all the actors are at their perfect ages. I really had to go oh, more well, for personality. There we go. Then I had to go for more personality than actually okay. matching the ages up. Uh, and so, and two, there's certain, you know, if you've read the comics, you may go, well, that character's got red hair. I didn't do that either. Like I tried yeah, a little bit, but exactly. you know, if it's, Black Widow changed her hair in the comic book. So there you go. Um, all right. So for um, Mikey Rhodes, I didn't do a young one because Me I neither. could care I less. Don't know he, he, I don't <laughs> think he, he had like five lines. I guess there is more than flashbacks. He, but, but flashbacks. Yeah. 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 Um, so I didn't do anything there. But uh, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones was who I thought a good older Mikey would be. Uh, I Really, the first thoughts were like Jason Momoa and things like that. But I was like, no, I want someone who's a little more pretty a little more pretty so yeah. I, went, I went kit harrington and i went straight with keanu reeves because i just dude i mean dude. you just wait what you just wait just wait just, just okay yeah okay because i mean you know yeah because here's it. the deal he he had to book out berserker and yeah. it just seems like you know they're gonna make that into a show and they, i'm like and he's gonna know, play I, it yeah exactly <laughs> and um of course but Keanu's getting older right so we'd have to yeah. do the young keanu yes for that, but, yes so, no, i like yeah. it i like it i okay. like it uh, so for Brennan, for Brennan, his his little big brother, big little brother, uh, I went Noah Schnapp, who was from Stranger Things. Stranger Things, he was um, uh, the one that went the upside down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm looking for a fragile kid. I'm looking for a fragile kid who can fragile do magic. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he is. I mean, he's like, like you, you know, and, yeah. and that's that's what he that's what he looks like in in, in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um, Will that was his name, Will. Will. Uh, and that's um, right. you know, I, I just thought that I could see him doing that role well. Doesn't have red hair like uh like Brennan has in the comics, but um they could change that if they really wanted to. Uh, but I went with no Noah Schnapp or Schnapp or Snap. Um, but um, oh Snap. Yep, that's who. That's who I went with with uh with Brennan. All right. Jim Brennan? I don't have it. No, no Brennan. Okay, no clue. Okay. This, I don't know cool. any of these kids. I'm telling you, I'm terrible about this. All right, so for uh, for Raya, for Raya, I had a off the beaten path one and uh, a more known one. The more known one was Zoe Kravitz. I could see Zoe Kravitz oh, okay. being a good a good Raya. Uh, there was a few that I was like, Kali, that's 
this this person like when i first picture it uh this is who i picture it as but they're much older now um, she's a real strong real yes. strong woman so logan browning uh, uh i can't remember what i saw her on but she is unique looking as well she has this kind of fantasy look to her uh and so put some dreads on her i thought she'd be a, a good a good raya good raya well i like i like um leah harvey which um some people may not know but if you've ever watched if you've got apple apple plus watch the foundation which is isaac asimov but and she plays um a character in in that um uh called uh salvor harden and um she's a tough oh yeah uh, okay female presence in that show um that's who i would pick for her i got you there are several others that i looked at and i was like i don't know if they could pull it off one was uh if you've watched the flash tv show um iris iris yeah. in the flash yeah. tv oh, yeah, show yeah, yeah. i thought absolutely oh, I, could, I could see that i could see that mm-hmm. um and uh uh monica rambo from um oh, uh yeah. wandavision was another one who mm-hmm. i could see playing that really well yeah um mm-hmm. that one was uh, that one was really me trying to go okay can i pick somebody that's not in a thousand things right now uh, right and so that's, yeah that that's so hard there. to do yeah uh, all right for his parents did you have anybody pick for his parents I did not, but I do okay. have for Laura and for and for Samuel. Perfect, though, so. perfect. Okay, so for his parents, I picked Mark Ruffalo and Amy Adams. Okay, that's perfect. Oh, that is perfect. <laughs> Actually, I thought I, mean, it, I thought it was really good. I yeah, thought it was really good. It, then we could have the the rom com spinoff too. There you go. Uh, I mean, yeah. Mark Ruffalo th- I felt like the he perfect like dad great. to be able to lose your mind and then also be like, <laughs> I'm like chasing my son with a sword in my hand. Like, all right, here we go. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna yes. so uh, yeah. yeah, those two. But again. Mark Ruffalo is much older than I remember him being. As I, I look know. and I go, <laughs> that's the problem. These guys are getting so we're we're getting old. Look at this gray in my beard. Oh, it's listen, terrible. Listen. Uh, that's why I keep mine short. So I keep mine short. It's all gray here. Uh, actually, Hilarious. my wife goes, "You're having you have gray chest hairs now." I go, "Yep, getting old. That's how it goes. Yeah, how it goes." Uh, all right. So, lore. Who do you have for lore? Lee Pace. Okay, Lee Pace. Help me. Ronan. Yeah. Okay. Nice. 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 Very nice. I like it. Um. Uh. I told you to, to, to wait. So um, my lore uh, that I have is Keanu Reeves. Okay. All right. So you got, got Keanu you. as as Mikey. As, I got Keanu as, Mikey. as lore. Um, Which, by the way, I mean, if you read the book, in parts of the book, lore looks an awful lot like Mikey. Yeah. 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 And, and before that was, he got all before he got all Davy Jones locker with the maggot chin. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is just his magic form i think i think he has right. his, his actual form and his magic form is supposed to be scary that's another thing that's in here is they have their magic form and their regular form um right but uh i would love to see keanu play the bad guy i want to see him play the bad guy he's always the, the would he ever be a bad guy though well here's he, the deal lore thinks he's the good guy lore thinks true. he's the good guy he thinks he's the chosen one and so you have Absolutely. that kind of and then mm-hmm. you can do the prequel where he's he's the good guy is, you can have yeah. the same one same one i got you uh, all right, did you did you get something for Rook? So wait, we didn't do the Nevermind. Oh, Nevermind. We sorry, didn't yeah. even yes. we didn't even touch on Nevermind. No, no, no. So the Which Nevermind. A, go ahead. Sorry. No, you explain it. Go ahead. It, it's a it's a possessive force. So you have to willingly take on this possessive force from Lore, and he has control over you uh, to a, to an extent sort of. to a degree. Uh, it's it's like a again. It's it's really feels similar. It's like the to, devil on the shoulder. Yes. Yes. So uh, so yeah. So um, and again, I was like, do I. You know, would you use a different voice? So who would you use for, for the Nevermind, for the voice for the Nevermind? Both. both. Whoever the character is okay. and the guy who plays Lore would both speak at the same time. You would okay. hear both voices at the same time. So, but, so, but do you have a separate voice that's like a harmonized voice? No. I mean, you would. they would just speak like you and I would say the same line. I got you. And that's, 
So that's what it would be over top each other. So they would just speak over top one another, saying the same thing. So be Mikey's your vo- character you- and Lore's voice would be the Nevermind? Correct. And then in okay. Callista, it would be her voice and Lore's voice. Oh, uh, I, I like mean, it. That Nevermind thing was amazing. We didn't really talk about that. But I mean, so they basically got something talking to them in the background when the, no one else can see except for Brennan. Mm-hmm. And I just love that thought. Like, who are you talking to? Never mind. You know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just, I, I mean, the whole entire, that, that, yeah. yeah. And, and it's creepy looking. It but, is. It is. Yeah. Um, yes. Mm. Uh, so, no, I like that. I like that. I like that. All right. Rook. Did you have a Rook? A, a Rook would have to be like a big time wrestler, like a Dave Batista type. Okay. I like it. You know. Um, I had Idris Elba. Idris Elba was was oh, mine, but I, I'll take either one. I'll I, take either one. I could see that. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd um, be fantastic. Now, uh, Samael, I, I, this one I was like, this. I, there's only one person that I could see playing this. I don't hear yours. Who, who, who'd you have for Samael? Mel Gibson. Oh, I like it. I really like that one. He's a little Never bit mind. crazy. There are two a little, names. There are two names you I can mean, do. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was mine. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, That's I can a see, good one, too. Again, again they, they got a little bit of crazy. A little bit of yeah, crazy. A little bit of great <laughs> actors. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. That would be, again, fun i'm watching it uh and the last one i've got is callista do you have something for callista i do not i do not. uh so i went i went uh you know doctor who and guardians of the galaxy uh oh you Karen gillen i did karen gillen so i thought that she yeah. would be again oh she would be good sympathetic but also kind of twisted all you know mm-hmm. she's got a good range she's got a good range so uh, i thought those would be those would be good ones those would be good ones yeah well, fantastic man all right so now we got our this or that's or would you rather's uh, right. I've, got, I've got them all here. Uh, I have not come up with my answers yet, so I'm going to ask you the question, and then I'm going to I'm going to steal the opposite <laughs> of what you say. So I'm going to do. So, well, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know. So the first question was, would I rather have Mikey's brute strength or Brennan's magic? And my first response is, Mikey, uh, he's jacked. I've never been jacked in my life, and Brennan has like. <laughs> eagle claws for hands at some certain points of his magic thing which is a little bit bizarre i don't know if i'd be able to walk around in public like that um although magic is really cool i've always wanted to have i've always lean into the thinking other than the brute strength yep. part yep um so i guess i would go with brennan yeah um, no I, I hear you there i hear you there i i echo all those points uh i've never been jacked uh never had magic oh, uh and uh but I think I think I would go with Mikey's brute strength because Mikey still thinks. Mikey still plans. yes, he does. Mikey That's still the thing. Things. Um, but uh, mm. if I let's say my kid is in a dangerous situation, would I rather have to concentrate on a spell or take a sword and fix the problem? I want to take a sword and fix the problem. Like I'm, I'm I want to. I, let's get in here and yeah. let's do this. So I'm, I'm going. I'm yeah. going. Mikey's brute strength. All right. Um, Good deal. Awesome. All right. So second question. Raya, his wife, had these wings uh, that she could fly. Uh, and then we mentioned the werewolf guy, which I didn't even know his name. So it's the werewolf <laughs> guy. Uh, but uh, his abilities are under control. Like he's working on trying to control those abilities. Would you rather? Well, they're not 100% under control. They're not. They're, they're, not. they're probably I, 85% under control. But I put that caveat in there like, yes, you've got this <laughs> under control. So would you rather be able to turn into a werewolf and have those abilities under control or be able to fly? Fly. Fly. Same. 100% fly. Same. Same. I had a, I'm like, I, yeah, okay. That's always the choice. It's always the choice. Always the choice. You know, yeah. Fly. Uh, and it was a, and it was a, it was a cool fly too. You know, having wings, yes. uh, that's, that's neat. Not only that, um, she could track and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I always pick flight. Like if someone goes, would you rather have the power of flight or flight? I don't even care what you have, what, what you add, unless 
it's flight at the speed with which I can move now. Like if I like have to like, if I'm just slowly floating. I don't know that I would want that. But... No, I would know that'd be bad. Like a like one of those like the yeah like the float at the Macy's Day Parade. Yes, no, I, don't I, don't, I don't know that I want that. I don't know that I want that. Um, okay. Uh, would you rather live in peaceful Terranos or Earth? You know, I I circled ter- Terranos and then I marked it out and just circled Earth. Um, and I guess I I was really having some uh, some thoughts. I've never seen a peaceful Earth, mm. and you know we know that you know you know goodwill towards man peace on earth and you know what is that uh and you know when you know as a christian you know we're gonna there's gonna be a new heaven and a new earth i want to see this peaceful earth yeah i think that's yeah. where i want to be so yeah. i mean Terranos would be great but it would be all new experiences mm. um so in the sequel i would choose that but uh, right now i would choose the um i would choose the earth what about you okay. um so when I wrote the question, I didn't think about it of a peaceful earth. Like it was like the, it was the, it was the dichotomy of messed up earth, but it's comfortable or a peaceful oh. place. But, but I like your answer. I like your answer. And, and, yeah. and it, is, it is an interesting thing there. And so that was the, the, the draw. I mean, if I had to pick between those two, uh, it'd be, it'd be peaceful earth. You know, it'd be, it would definitely be peaceful mm-hmm. earth. If it was the strenuous here or a no. fresh start in Terranos, I'm taking Terranos. Uh, I'm so, taking my family with me. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> or at course. least my wife. <laughs> so my dad had this so my dad's career navy career navy and so he uh-huh. hung out with some some rough guys uh yeah. and uh i remember this one guy said that when his girls they were like in late high school and he goes when they graduate i'm gonna buy a giant pit bull dover and something and train it to attack anything that's blonde and his daughters were blonde and he and his wife had brown hair like you just stay over there like it's the two of us now we raised you oh nice uh i just want to be with us yeah so um well, I'm just alluding to the point in the book where the husband and wife who had been at who had been at odds for a while get left behind in yes. Terranos for I don't know, four or five years, I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 And um we walk in on a on them in the book, which <laughs> Again, is definitely the adult, adult moment content. Adult in the, content in the book. that I go and perfectly I'm like, justifiable. I'm exactly. in for it. Uh, I was like, I'm okay. Yeah. Press uh, that button. Thumbs up. Um yeah. yes. Uh, I told this to my buddy. Mm-hmm. I said, you know. The, the parents get trapped in Terranos. Sons have to go and rescue them, and they hear their mother in distress. She's in distress. <laughs> and they keep the door open. Yeah. <laughs> keep the door open. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. And it was less distress. Less distress. Yeah. Um, it wasn't distress. They were the, the, the kids were then in distress yes, after they kicked yes. the door open. Oh, my goodness. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, all right. Would you rather? So, again, the mages. Oh, we know the answer to this. We know the answer to this. <laughs> The five mages, they all live different lives. One, would you like to live the hermit's life of Ward by yourself in a cabin in the woods or um, search out magical treasures like Samael? Oh, of course. Samael, 100%. And if anyone who gets to read this book, when you get to the picture, the the splash page, the double page picture of Samael's treasure room, you go there. I just want you to take about an hour and list all the things in that treasure. <laughs> like the there's the alligator from from uh, Captain Hook. You know, there's the Ark of the Covenant. There's the throne from Games of Thrones. Did yep, you see that yep, in there? Yep, I mean, yep, yep. it was good. It, it was really good. That's hilarious. what we need. We need to I need to take that spread and we need to do a seek and find and have like a little oh, like yes! you know, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to upload that to to Love Thy Nerd, the Discord and go, here you go. This is oh! a single page. Seek and find. What can you find? We'll do that. I'll do that uh, today. <laughs> today I'll do that. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, go and find those magical treasures. Um, you know, I yeah, I I enjoy being at home for a little bit, but I definitely want to get out. I definitely want to get out. 
All right. So here's the last question. Uh, and I love this question. This is a question that I've used uh, in ministry a lot too. Would you rather be the chosen one to mm, fulfill the yeah. prophecy or the guide on the side? The problem with that question is that we're all chosen. No, <laughs> yes, mean, yes, 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 and, yes, yes. Uh, I don't like that. Okay. Honestly. I mean, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. I think for, if most people are honest at one point in their life, being chosen Mm -hmm. is uncomfortable because then you have a responsibility. Mm. Um, the guide doesn't have a responsibility really. Um, he's a helper. I get it. Right. Yep. But it basically, you know, the buck stops here on the chosen one. Um, so I, I feel like I would be more comfortable being the guide because I don't want the responsibility. However, I don't want to shirk my job as being the chosen one. Okay. So, I would choose the chosen one and I would be grumpy about it the whole time. <laughs> you know, which one of these does the fathers, you know, there's yeah. the, the scripture, you know, where there's the guy who gripes about it, but does the work. And the yep. other guy says, I'll do the work, but never does it. You know, yep. which one does the will of the father, uh, the grumpy one. That would be, listen, <laughs> side note on that. I read that passage recently and it gave me such comfort because in that it shows that it doesn't necessarily, your initial response isn't nearly as important as your final actions. You know, that, that when, <laughs> but it, it, I messed that up, but you know what? I'm really going to, I'm going to work hard to, to, to fix that. That's God sees those things. But, um, yes. So the, the language guide on the side comes from, um, uh, Donald Miller, uh, has done a lot of leadership oh, yeah. books and things like that. And he talks about the guide on the side. And so there's a couple things here. When I talk to our youth leaders, or when I talk to youth pastors, I talk about your, Yes, you were chosen with a purpose, but your purpose typically is to be the guide on the side. But to be the guide on the side, you have to have gone where they're going to be going and then point them in the oh, direction for the purpose of them going further. Like you still okay. have like, I've done these things, and my goal now is I know that I'm not going to get to Apex, and so I need to equip you to go further than I went. And then you oh, will no, be the guide on the side to yeah. equip where you – and so um, however – I had a different understanding of no, God no, no, no. You're good. You're good. Okay. You're good. And I think I, I, you had great points. Great points. Um, however, there's a piece of me that wants the ball. Uh, I'm a leader. Mm -hmm. I want the ball. Give me the ball. I want to do it. But multiplicative leadership is the guy on the side. I'm right. equipping 100%. all of you to 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 go to go forward more. And you have that is a, a distinct purpose and a strong purpose, you know, that well and that's what our purpose of parents are yes. as well. Yes. You know, we're to train up our children to leave. Yes. Basically. And to yes. go, you know, um do what they're supposed to do. And and that, that's way with any with any leader and you know, in any business, that's that's what you're supposed to do. Yes. Because yes. it's not good to carry the ball all the time. You just get tired, man. No one wants to play with you All then. The time. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I want my ball. I want my ball back. Dang, I'm going home. Um. <laughs> so that's birthright. That's birthright. Do we? Miss, I mean, we miss plenty. But we want you to read the series. We want you to read the series. Um. And uh, if yeah, you know, check it out at your library. If you check if you, it out your library. Don't... If you're listening to this, chances are you know me. Uh, you could also say, "Hey, can I borrow uh, Volume One? I'll let you borrow Volume One." Typically. When I find series like this that I like, I typically have two copies of Volume One. I have the one that I lend out and the one that I hang on to. Um, so I've got an extra book of Dune and an extra book of Homeland by R.S. Salvatore for that purpose. Like, oh, you want to read it? There, you can have this one. Nice. Um, I had a buddy uh, uh, come by my house one time, and I have my collector's edition hardback 
Dune. And he's like, can I borrow that? I go, you can't borrow that one, but I got a torn up copy upstairs that you can have this one to read. Of the real book, the book, 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 the real book, the real book, book, the yeah. book, yeah. Yeah. I have it on there. <laughs> this is how old I am. I have three books on CD in my car. Okay. Uh, the Hobbit, which is nice. the best abridged, uh, version ever the, okay. the guy who the guy who narrates it does a different voice for every character nice it's amazing i have dune nice and i have the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy that's what oh, my kids those got those all for me for christmas those are good years. ones those are good ones yeah. uh hitchhiker's guide now that's that's got to go on the list that's got to go on the list i the number of times that i quote that book and it's uh i tell you that book quoting hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy is the perfect true nerd test if i say <laughs> something and you finish it then i know you're one of us yeah. if and you nobody go, can say 42 without any everybody yes. going. The, so deep cut i asked somebody if they knew the, how you learn how to fly and they responded when you climb up to something really tall you jump off aim at the ground <laughs> and you miss and i was like yes that's it um, did they have a towel oh listen they should they should <laughs> listen that's that's good stuff um yeah great Love those books. Love those books. Um, well, cool. Well, we will talk for another 45 minutes on Hitchhiker's Guide to the I Galaxy. Know. We can't do that. Uh, but know. no, hey, Todd, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, Thank and you, you guys can check out uh, all of Todd's stuff, Mosaic Fan Art on Instagram. Uh, I see mm -hmm. you've got uh, Batwoman back there behind yeah, you. Looking good. Looking good. Thank you. Uh, I showed, uh, I was looking at some of your videos on. Um, uh, Asagi Ujimbo uh, at Bud's, Buddy's house. He does all kinds of artistic things. Uh -huh. And he's like, I just love watching that. Vi the video of you like spreading the grout. I've watched that, I think, like seven times. And then uh, oh. it, it's good. It's good stuff. It's good yeah, stuff. Cool. Thank you. Um, well, cool, man. Well, anything else you want to share? Anything else that you've got going on? Going to any cons no, anytime uh, soon? I am not. No, but, you know, it's time to start uh, making new inventory, uh, nice. doing some new uh, mosaics. Um my daughter and I just hit episode 70 of our little podcast, yes. Sis and Big Pops Culture. Um, uh, and um, we're getting ready for 4th of July. Sweet. So we'll have about 20 to 30 people here all weekend. It'll be I have a question for you. He asked this sure. question. Licensing. How do you get around licensing for your mosaics? Is it just I'm a small fish and no one comes after me? Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a struggle with that. There's a lot of artists who, um, if you've ever been to a con and seen unlicensed properties at a convention like everybody sells unlicensed stuff so it's a um as far as art is concerned it's a fine line okay um it can be can it can be can they sue me maybe okay um i hope not um uh I did i'm sure you get a cease and desist first yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah i'm just a like a small guy and you're a fan and, your fan doing fan stuff. You're gonna go to every exactly. five year old kid and go. You drew a picture of of Spider Man and you sold it for a dollar on the playground. Yeah, no, you're same deal. That. Same deal. Exactly. Same deal. Same deal. So there you go. Right. Okay. I was I was like I'll ask him. Maybe I should have asked no. on the podcast, but uh, I asked him. Uh, that's okay. That's fine. I mean, I'm I'm honest. I'll just be upfront. I it's it's muddy water. Yeah. And uh, a lot of uh, mosaic communities will not put my pictures up. Okay. Because of that, um, which is fine. I I respect them for that. You know, so if I ever have a question or something I'm working on, I won't put like, I'll just show like part of a background so you can't tell what it is nice. and then get rid of it. Um, but, you know, some of my stuff has been entered in competition, so they know it's there. Yeah. You know, and uh, the Doctor Strange won, a, won yeah. that, you know, which I broke, by the way. I um, saw. Yeah, but it's okay. It's just glass. It could be glued back together. You're so, something, yeah. man. You're something. Yes and no. 
Okay. Well, very cool. Very cool. Well, Todd, thanks for coming on, man. We'll have you on again. Thanks I, for this, having me. We had, uh, I posted several topics and Todd's like, I'll, I'd like to talk about that one. I like to talk about that. Yes. All the yeah, things, all the things, terrible. Todd. I think uh, definitely the next ones I got to check with Bubba is the last Ronin. I know. Uh, that's what I heard. I listened to that. Uh, B- BTW, uh, 1984. I was in computer math and this is computer math. This is back when computers first started. Right. And uh, we were making a Dungeons and Dragons program. My part of that was I had to create the graphics using just DOS. Nice. So I like I like made it to where the computer would put up a dragon. It took 10 minutes to load. Anyway, long story short, one of my, my partners in that brings in a comic book. Um, it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one. Nice. And I was like, this is awesome. Where'd you get this? And he goes, it, they just had a cut. You know, they, this is like, that book's like twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 now. Um, so I was like, well, I got to go find this. So I went and got issue two. I got a third printing of issue one. And then I had every issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles up to issue 50. And then sold nice. them to help raise money for a church. <laughs> and now I go, I keep telling myself, was for ministry. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it helps me get storing up treasure in the kingdom. Storing up yes, treasure exactly. in the kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, oh, yeah, I was a huge fan of TMNT before anybody knew who TMT was. So, so uh, I don't go that far back, but close. My uncle was, uh, he was a uh, big wig in several big companies. He was one of the VPs of Best Buy at one point, and I remember being maybe five and so this is oh, 89 wow. 89 and he like mm-hmm. the first run of toys had come out and he's like i don't know if you ever heard of these or not but i saw these in the store and i thought you might nice. like them and so uh they don't exist anymore i mean i've destroyed those yeah. things and buried them and written on them and lost arms but i do remember uh thoroughly enjoying this is before the cartoon like this is before all those right. things and i'm oh, like yeah this is great this is i good was a stuff. junior in high school so that's how go. old i am uh, I was yep. born in 84, so I definitely was not getting the first comic. But nope. that's if when my, it came out. If my father really loved me, he would have gotten He me would have done that. <laughs> yes, whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. Well, Todd, thanks, man. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for having me. We'll see you again soon. All right. Bye bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the show. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode, which we'll be talking about Six of Crows. It's a, uh, a book with Steve Valdez. And so I had him on talking about X-Men, excited to talk about some more nerdy stuff with Steve. Links to so much are in our show notes. So if you heard something mentioned uh, or you're wanting to find a way to connect with us on another level, um, you can do that in our show notes. All those show notes are also available on our website, nextgennerd.com. And um, you can check out our show notes there. It gives all our socials where our YouTube and podcast are stored, merch, all kinds of stuff. So you can check all that out there. Uh, and if you want even more Next Gen Nerd, you can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at nextgen underscore nerd. And that's it for this episode. So until next time. Peace out, Seacrest. <laughs>